Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Is the best of two pros and a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app, and you can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever you are making us a part of your Thursday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We will take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. How the hell are we feeling here, huh? Good. Fired up, man. Yeah, we're ready to go, babe. We got more football. Yeah. More football is Big always time. good for America. Yeah. yeah. Never enough balls. Yeah, that's, hey. that's a good point. Hey. 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 Uh, a little Brian Finley for you early in the morning. Hey. Never hurt anybody. Um, you guys right. uh, you guys ready for some uh, a new college football, potentially some new changes in the world of college football? I so, mean, keep the party going is what you mean? Yeah. I mean, the uh, oh, okay. apparently uh, the college football playoffs board of managers spoke briefly on a Zoom call on Monday about the possibility of restructuring how the sport is governed, potentially outside the NCAA and potentially underneath the umbrella of the college football playoff. So uh, that could mean that uh, maybe they're starting to distance. uh, Yeah, starting to distance themselves and say, we got enough power here uh, that this could be a a major change there for the entire sport. So this is uh, this is a little bit of a big deal here for college football. A lot of, well, lot of stuff look, happening. it was a five-minute conversation. Let's not overblow what this was. Beginning. Uh, it could be it the beginning. It was the mention and the beginning of what probably should take place. That's the reality of where we're at. You know, they need to find a way of providing some sort of governance and guidance for college football. And, and I don't mean to single out college football, but the truth is, and sometimes this hurts, it's the only 
true ge- like revenue generating sport in oh, college sports. Oh come Look, on! Look, people are going to contend basketball. I'm sorry, folks. It's football. It is football. What about equestrian? So, that that that's that's mommy and dad are paying for that. Oh, okay, that's yeah. true. Yes, they are. It's okay. true. <laughs> so so the reality is, with as fast as things are moving, with NIL, the transfer portal, these TV rights deals, and the amount of money that's becoming involved. They need to find someone other than the NCAA to provide a roadmap. None of the rules that the NCAA has, has put out there are being enforced, especially in regards to name, image, and likeness. And there's not, they're not even lobbying the federal government to create any sort of federal law that would trump the state laws and, and help us at least provide some guidance there. So we're in a, we're in a, 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 you know, a kind of a tough spot in college football because – we're waiting for someone to come save the day, and I don't think anyone's going to. I think it's going to take uh, a group of presidents, chancellors, uh, obviously Father Jenkins at University of Notre Dame is a part of that. It's going to take that whole group to come together and start to provide a path forward for how football is going to operate, probably by the college football playoff, how it's going to operate and, and, and work moving forward so that it makes sense for the student-athletes if we're going to even call that in the future. Like we might start – having to soften up to the idea that, yeah, they'll be getting their degree from the university, but these are most likely going to be viewed as employees. Yep. And they have to be. Uh, At this point, there's no – you cannot continue forward and and say that it's amateur it's amateur status it's at best it's it's the minor leagues right it's the farm league and that's what that's what ncaa football has been for the national football league for so many years people always ask why do you think that these other you know other leagues that that come about don't ever work and i always say it's simple because the nfl has the best feeder system in the history of best feeder systems it's 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 i mean for what it's worth it's free labor to develop your workforce and that's ncaa football so now that you have this whole nil set up and 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 clearly money is being being used as as a a delivery tool for these these players that are now coming out of of high school or are already in in college because now you not only this 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 whole approach is not only getting guys to go to the schools out of high school but now you're recruiting other schools you're luring guys away from one school to another school in college through what's taking place now that's it's not even that way in the pros <laughs> right so you're talking about a, an evolution and a development that has gone beyond the parameters and the realm of even what professional athletics and how they're governed so they're going to have to acknowledge that it's not amateur status and you're going to have to figure out a way to make the playing field somewhat even because I don't know how if you thought that it was a boasting of of riches before and it was under the table, it was unspoken of, it was it was taboo, it was always, you know, we look at what happened with the Reggie Bushes of the world. These things, you know, where people have benefited off of their kid or the kid have benefited directly. I mean, that conversation is is now a conversation that's on the table where you're saying, hey, we can we can allot this amount of money to be able to pay for for players to be able to do this 
and that's going to be the approach to how you go after recruits now. It's going to be it's going to be buying players. So you might as well embrace it and figure out what's the best pathway forward in terms of how you acknowledge what it is, how you acknowledge what the players are and what the players represent if you want this to work out in favor of not only the universities, but for me and my my assessment of it, more importantly, the 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 guys that are going into these scenarios. Right. You know, because I mean, it's I a think... bit it's it's a bit confusing yeah. for them. I'm sure it is, and their and their parents, the people who are who are making decisions, or or that uncle that showed up six months ago that you didn't know, and now he's a part of your life, right? <laughs> now he's he's like, hey, wait a second, uh, I knew you, I remember when you were born, I was there for about five minutes, and now, uh, Merry now Christmas. What um, it, you know, there are some considerations though when you think about this, and, and this is where the path gets hard. There's there's Title Nine, which is federal law, and and that's where you know as you know, the, the presidents or chancellors and, and this group moves forward, they have to be cognizant of how this is going to impact the bottom line of all these universities and what happens to those sports. Because, you know, with Title IX, you've got to have every you know, scholarship uh, for a female, the same as a male, and you're taking away 85 of them now. And, and so what does that mean for women's sports and, and college sports? You know, that's going to be discussion. That's going to have to be figured out. Um, how are you funding them? Are you using some of the revenue that the football team generates to help still fund those sports like they do right now? Or do you have to go to a completely separate model where it's going to take you know, private donors and, and alumni to help fund those sports in order to support them and sustain them? So it, it's hard to get a sense for when this will take place. I think we're years removed from it happening, uh, in part because it's, it's federal law. And that's, that's not necessarily something that's easy to get around. But that is one consideration in all of this is, you know, what happens to everyone else? You know, we, we tend to only be concerned with college football right now because that's the thing that's really garnishing headlines. But there's a lot of other sports out there that are going to be impacted by this. And, and the opportunity for those, you know, young people might not exist. You know, we don't know how this is going to play out. So that's, that's some of the, I guess, concerning parts if you're not a college football fan or a football fan in general is we don't know where this is heading for everyone else that's going to be involved. One of the things that was also discussed on that call on Monday was the next playoff expansion and what it could look like. And the, the current deal ends after 2025. And the reason they're more you know apt to, to accept the 12-team college football playoff, and this is becoming more and more of a conversation without as many hurdles in the way, is because there's a feeling that they've left as much as a half billion dollars on the table with with just how, where the college football playoff is at and how many more teams could have been included this entire time. Remember, no, a few, remember a few years ago when they said that football, the health of football, and the future of football is in jeopardy because of safety and all this stuff? This is the second most popular sport in the, in, in, in the country. It's completely destroyed the NBA as far as interest and conversation and all that. A half a billion dollars on the table just to expand their playoffs. That seems like a healthy sport to me. The, I don't know. The one thing I wonder... And, and obviously we're getting these, these grant of rights now. And, and I think, I guess as, I, as I'm saying this, I'm kind of thinking through you know, how it will be impacted is, is the regular season. College football has so oftentimes been about the regular season because it's been a regional sport. And so it's been about rivalries, right? And, and, and not even necessarily the ones that we've come to know nationally. Um, and, and it could be, like to me, for a while in the Big Ten East, Penn State and Ohio State, were, it's, it's kind of a rivalry. Like that was the only team that was really challenging them that could beat them for a while, especially when, when Urban Meyer was there. 
And and I remember thinking like, yeah, it's not a it's not Ohio State Michigan, but like that's the game I'm looking at going, okay, like how's this game gonna play out? Because that's the only team that can stand toe to toe in the Big Ten East and take them on. And so, you know, if if you're saying basically, hey, we're gonna expand the playoff, there's always a concern and there's always a thought that then it's gonna take away from the regular season. And those games aren't gonna mean as much or matter as much. I, I guess I'll just argue the fact that like playing for Cleveland it never made any difference, all right, when we were playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. It never made any difference, like, thinking about, oh, the, the playoffs. Now we have seven, seven teams get to go each year. You know, we expanded the NFL playoffs. I don't think that hurt the NFL playoffs, and I don't think that hurt the regular season. And we've expanded the regular season at the same time of expanding the playoffs. So I know there's a lot of traditionalists who hate expansion, and they don't like the direction this is going. I would argue the opposite. Like, you have 32 teams in the NFL <clears> – <throat> We get seven on each side now, 14 that go. In college football, you have 130 in FBS. And you're talking about 12 teams going? Like, it's going to take away from it? Like, I I am all for a tougher path for the Alabamas of the world or the Ohio States of the world or Georgia or whoever else you want to throw into the conversation. I'm all for one of the little guys, David of Goliath, getting a shot to see if they can knock them off on the way to a national championship. And, and I know there's also the people out there who go, well, then you're not really crowning the actual national champion because you're, you know, in a sudden death scenario, you're only giving them one shot. And people talk about that all the time with, with you know, March Madness. That it's, it, to me, it's so hard for a one seed to work its way through the bracket and eventually win it all, even if they were the best team during the course of the regular season and conference championship. It's just hard to do. But that's still what makes it fun. It's what's, what's, what's going to at least make that league healthy from a revenue standpoint. But, again, this is all still years years away. But it's good they're at least thinking in this direction now. And, and by the way, one of the other things that would side in favor of expansion and it not ruining the regular season, which is the fear of a lot of people – there's no reward for not making the college football playoff. So in, in the NFL, if you're if you're a seven seed and you're like, well, we don't really have a shot, well, at least we have a better draft position. There's no draft position. So if you're a college football team, you want to be in the college football playoff. And to see how many more teams are going to be in the running and some of those games late in the season that are going to determine whether or not you have a shot in a one-off scenario in a college football playoff to try and maybe win a national championship or make a run, who the hell wouldn't want that? Well, that's what's going to make the recruiting stuff that LeVar mentioned, like how you're basically it's, – it's a bidding war now. That's what's going to make it really fascinating because we're moving to more of a pro model, but we don't have that same type of um, you know, training and development to the NFL like we do from high school to college football. And so you know, now how do you create – because the NFL creates parity in that way. They sit there and say, hey, you didn't make the playoffs? Okay and you're the worst team in the league, we're going to give you the number one overall pick. We're, we're, not, we're not even going to leave it up to a lottery. We're going to give it to you because we would love for everyone to be at the end of the regular season now, 8-8, eight and eight, right, and playing for potentially the playoffs. Yep. Like, that's what they would love. College football doesn't love that. They don't thrive on that. They thrive on rival these rivalries. They thrive on good versus evil. They thrive on the upsets. They thrive on all that. And, and, and look, there's an element of, well, yeah, the, then you get the same teams in there every year. Yeah, but you still are getting the people who are watching. I mean, Alabama's never been more dominant than they are right now. Even though they didn't win last year, they're still playing for it. And I, I will, I'll, I'll put my reputation on the line. Ohio State and Alabama will probably be playing for it at the end of the year this year. Yeah. 
But the reality is that's the one concerning part that LeVar mentioned is talking about how do you go about then handling if these guys do end up becoming employees, if there ends up being a separate college football playoff uh, governing body over top of, of football in college, how do you then go about handling the recruiting aspects of it? Do you create a cap for expenditures? There's still going to be stuff under the table. How do you go about governing that? I mean, it is a really, really hard thing uh, to, to be able to keep tabs on and, and enforce and regulate. And that's, that's what makes this whole thing kind of funny and difficult moving forward. It's uh, two you know, You're going to have to – I know we're headed to break, but one thing to pay attention to, just piggybacking off of that super quickly, is how do they do that? Well, you start hiring quality control coaches or different, different names and labels to coaches that are actually historically recruiters. They're well, recruiters. no, no, no. I'm not saying from the university standpoint. I'm saying how does the governing okay. body do it? Because oh, you have to create body. some oh, okay. sort of weight and balance with all of it, right? Like right. Well, the yeah, NFL, they don't have to have worry to. about it because you've got your drafting system. In college football, if you're looking at it from like a governance standpoint, you could have anyone offer anyone anything. I mean, right now it's probably never been more unequal based on state by state and, and how each of these schools is handling NIL and how they're actually either abiding by or not abiding by. Yeah. Um, I mean, hypothetically, I joke about an uncle coming in someone's life six months ago. In reality, the truth. That, that's the truth. Like, there's yeah. some recent news that may have happened like that recently for you to catch my drift. So yeah. I, I'm just saying, like, that, that's where we're going is how do you go about governing that? Because it's, it's such a big, massive thing with, with, with thousands of guys being recruited. And, and how are you going to cover all those payments and everything else and how that would work? In, the, in this three, theoretical world we're creating. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how at Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. All right, it's coming up next. Our NFL insider is going to stop by. Will we finally get an answer later on today about the situation happening in Cleveland? We'll get to that for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Him Sex Shoes and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hims has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down, it's time to change that. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros. That's HIMS.com slash two pros for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash two pros. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Sex choose are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar oh, Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Johnson here on FSR. Come on, man. You know. This is all you. Come on, man. A little little Alice in Chains. Oh. Back in Thousand Oaks. Let me tell you something. Circa 1998. Oh, man. On squat rack. Oh. Ha! Jonas Knox <laughs> with two five-pound plates on each side. Five? Come on. Ah, oh, that's funny. Two and a half, baby. Oh, man. And a, and a cup of uh, uh, water. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. Uh, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, coming up, uh, we are going to catch up with our guy, Albert Breer, who's going to join us. Lots our of news guy. and notes from around the NFL to get to. Coming up in about 20 minutes from now, uh, we will have a special edition of Over-Unders. we got some football coming up later on tonight, so why don't we uh, just turn it to de- degenerates on the air and just bet on some football and talk about some Over-Unders and have a good time doing so with a bunch of bad teams. So we'll do that in about 20 minutes from now, but right now it is time to turn it over to the one and only Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB, always kind enough to join us here every Thursday on Fox Sports Radio. Albert, what's happening? How are we feeling? What's up, Al? Hey, guys. What's up? I I, I was just listening to the update. Am I the only one who thinks the LeBron LeBron contract might be a bad idea? (laughs) I mean, I I haven't heard any criticism, and maybe I'm just not paying attention, but I haven't heard any criticism over the last 24 hours like that like there's going to be this huge chunk of salary cap space that's going to be, and I love LeBron. LeBron's one of the five greatest of all time. But like, does it seem like a great idea that you're going to be building a championship team or trying to build a championship team around like a 40 year old? I don't know. I mean, like, especially in that sport. He's not that old. He's like 37. He's... Well, now you're projecting Brady. Yeah. That... Because like, <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. I mean. Come on, Albert. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I didn't know you were going straight after King James here to I start mean, out. He left it off, too. I love LeBron. I love LeBron, but it's just like, like, I can, when is that, like, is this ever, I mean, other than, like, Tom Brady, has this ever worked out? Like, uh, where, I mean, that sport's different, too. You know what I mean? Like, so, I don't know. It just seems like, like, if that's, if he's, like, one of, like, two players you can pay like that. Like, couldn't that put you in a really difficult spot in the next couple of years? Yeah. I mean, now let me ask you this. Based on your your tweet from earlier this week, um, what are you more outraged by, LeBron James' new contract or the fact that Halloween candy is already on the shelves in the store? Mm. Definitely Halloween candy. I mean, it's two months away. Come on. You're you're a candy corn I mean, like, it's it's the middle of August. I mean, I, I took that picture on August 15th. We weren't even halfway through August. I mean, I feel like this is like... I don't know, like, you guys are about my age, like, when we were kids, like, I feel like there was this faux pas about putting any Christmas stuff out until after Thanksgiving, and then, like, some, at some point, people broke the seal on that, and then all of a sudden you started seeing Christmas stuff in the stores in, like, October, and this feels like it's an extension of that, am I wrong? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it, it does seem a bit early. And some of the candy you uh, featured, uh, not the best in the world. I mean, we're, I mean, you should at least get, you guys know, I mean, I know you guys are in California and Florida, but you you, 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 you guys don't remember that smell in the air you get in the fall, right? Oh, like, yeah. when, when oh, it gets it's to be the September, best. I'm going to keep it right there right, in my memories. Right. You should at least have that smell in the air before yeah. the Halloween candy goes up. I yeah. feel like that should be the barometer. You Good know point. what I mean? God, I love it. Good point. God, I miss that. Peeps, yeah, but do you guys like candy corn? No. Yeah, I, I, I tried to ask that, Albert. Are you a big candy corn guy? <laughs> I'm not. Like, I'm actually like, like, I feel like everybody's got a strong opinion on that yeah, like i'm do. sort of indifferent to candy corn it's okay like i'm not a oh. huge fan but i don't hate it it's like biting into a candle it's just weird you know i think it's it does, weird. the texture is weird i will yeah. agree with that how would you I, know I don't that? hate it it doesn't taste terrible how would you and know that, what biting into a candle is like listen sometimes you get after it late at night and <laughs> uh you know i mean sometimes you just got to find out for yourself yeah, you know what do you, yeah. what do you want from me man was <laughs> the carrot yeah. um hey albert <laughs> I said this a few minutes ago. Couldn't find my ball. Oh no! <laughs> well, I said I said this a few minutes other. ago. Um, 
Are we just waiting on a settlement because the NFL really doesn't want to suspend Watson for a year? It seems like if they wanted to, they could. P.G. Harvey can rule on it, appointed by Roger Goodell. At this point, it's like they're dragging their feet for what? Because yeah, you know, I, they really could get what they want in this current circumstance. I think that's just what it is, Brady. It's like, you know, I think judges never want to rule, right? Like, And that's just sort of a principle that a lot of lawyers work on. And I think, you know, in these cases, that sort of applies, you know, and that I don't think Sue L. Robinson wanted to have to rule. And, you know, the one thing that we talked about the last few weeks that sort of flew under the radar was, like, she basically told the sides they'd have five weeks to work out a settlement before she was going to rule, you know? And she gave them a window to talk, and they actually, there was movement. You know, like, they, the NFL came off of a full year. Um, Deshaun Watson was willing to, to accept, like, a substantial suspension. Now, they didn't get there, but they made a lot of progress towards the deal. And I think, you know, Peter Harvey looked at this, and I, I, I think, you know, anybody who's in that position, like the first thing that they think is there, is there a way that the sides can work it out on their own? And, you know, for those five weeks, I think the NFL was made to feel uncomfortable because it seemed pretty clear to those in the room that Sue Robinson wasn't going to rule in, in their favor. And, and everybody was right. Like they wanted a year. She recommended six games. I think in this case, the thing's been flipped. So, you know, where the NFL was made to feel uncomfortable before, now I think, you know, Deshaun Watson's camp has been made to feel uncomfortable, where it's, uh-oh, this thing might not be going our way. We better move off of our position a little bit. And so I think, you know, both arbitrators have sort of pushed the side towards each other a little bit. Um, I don't think Peter Harvey wants to rule any more than Sue Robinson wanted to rule. And so I think what he's doing right now in dragging his feet is creating a window for the two sides to try to work out a settlement. And I think he's only going to rule – if he feels like a settlement can't be reached. And, and that's fine, but again, the appeal goes to a guy that it could have been Roger Goodell. He decided to, to have P.G. Harvey. This isn't a court of law, really. Like, we're acting, it's a kangaroo court. They have the power right. to give whatever punishment they want. So I keep going back to the initial thing. Like, P.G. Harvey could say whatever he wants, but ultimately, if the NFL and Roger Goodell's publicly stated it, he wants a 17 game suspension. So why doesn't he just right. do it? Because he doesn't want to go to federal court. And we've talked a lot about, like, the whole idea of threading the needle, right? Like, and what's the cleanest exit from all of this for everybody? And, you know, I think that that's part of the reason why Roger passed it off. Because how do you make this look like you've been tough enough on Deshaun Watson without going to federal court? Because you know if you go to federal court, this is going to become a season-long thing, and this is going to hang over your season. And it's going to be the same thing as, um, you know, with the way 2015 and 16 were with the Tom Brady thing going on. You know, I don't think Roger Goodell wants to go through that again. I don't think he wants the league to go through that again. I think he'd like to have closure on this. And I don't think he was going to get closure by giving Deshaun Watson a full year. So how do you look tough on it? Well, you say we wanted a year all along. And, you, and then you say, well, but, you know, we wanted to find a way to punish him and, 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 and find a way where everyone could move on. And that's why I think the monetary part of it's really important too, Brady. You know, it's like you look at the monetary part of it, like that $10 million number, that wasn't pulled out of thin air, like when the NFL offered that in the previous set of settlement talks. That was Deshaun Watson's base salary for 2021. So if you're the league and you don't want to go to federal court and you know the only way you're going to avoid going to federal court is if you 
if Deshaun Watson can get on the field at some point this year, you're not spending him for the whole year, how can you kind of make this look like you're being tough enough on him? You take his money away from 2021, and you say, you know what, that was a suspension. It, it, he sat out the whole year. We took the money back. That's going to be retroactively deemed a suspension. And now, instead of it being a 12-game suspension, it's a 29-game suspension. And then you can turn around and you can say, we were almost, we were just about as tough on Deshaun Watson as Major League Baseball was on Trevor Bauer. So that's the sort of, I think, math of the whole thing if you put it all together. A.B., I just want to kind of piggyback off of the the Deshaun Watson topic because it's relevant, obviously, to Lamar Jackson and and his contract negotiations that are taking place. I, I, I'm curious has it has it gotten out has the has the market been established? Obviously, everybody's saying they're they're following the Deshaun Watson um, model for the contract guarantees. If if this is what's holding up the the process for Lamar Jackson, and and he's imposed the whole no negotiations once the season gets started, is is this a is this a matter of leveraging the fact that I put out there what my number is? Because obviously the team doesn't have to say, okay, well Lamar said don't give him a new deal, so we're not going to give him a new deal till the season is over. They they may indeed award him that contract. Is it a kind of a right now if it's not a Deshaun Watson guarantee type of contract, then I'm just willing to wait and and go somewhere else that that does it, or you guys need to do it? Well, I mean, I think if you look at the history of Lavar, like. I, like I, you can see Lamar is you know acting on principle here because like almost every other big name quarterback who has proven himself the way Lamar has has taken the money at the earliest point. You know Josh Allen got his after three years. Deshaun Watson got his after three years. Uh, Patrick Mahomes got his after three years. I, I mean, in most cases, recently, you know, and I think Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert will follow suit next year. In most, most cases, like, you look at, like, when the guys got the money, and it was after three years. And why is that? Well, it's because that is life-changing money. It is, you'll set up generations of your family money. And it's very, very hard to turn that down. And a lot of times, guys will give a little to get to that money as soon as they possibly can. Um, Lamar Jackson hasn't done that. And my understanding is, at some point in 2021, so not this year, last year, at some point in 2021, the Ravens actually matched the $43 million per year that Josh Allen got from Buffalo. So they were willing to go that far last year before all these new quarterback contracts get done, got done. What that tells me is that the Ravens were willing to go to the price point, the average per year, that the market dictates. So they're willing to go into the mid-40s with Lamar Jackson now. The question is, like you said, what's the structure look like? And how principled is he? And can you do a rolling guarantee structure where you don't have to put all that money in escrow? And to me, that's the whole thing now. It's like how principled are you, if you're Lamar Jackson, about, about, about the structure of the guarantees within the contract? And that's where I think the divide is, and that's where I think they're going to have to bridge things over the next few weeks. And it's going to be really interesting to see what happens when we get to the point when the injury risk becomes real in week one. Because, you know, Lamar Jackson have been pretty healthy until last year. Last year was the first time that he really went through significant injuries that took him off the field for you know, a significant period of time. 
And so is he willing to stand on principle and play out another year? Every indication at this point has been that he'd be willing to do that, that he'd be willing to play on franchise tags and everything else. It'll just be interesting to see what happens when we get closer to week one, when, again, that injury risk becomes real. And, you know, the, the idea of getting the life-changing money that was put in front of the Josh Allens, the, the Sean Watsons, the, the Patrick Mahomes is in front of them. Uh, Albert, the last one for you. We got less than a minute. Uh, was there on your training camp tour? Was there a team or a player that stood out to you that you said that's somebody or someone to watch this upcoming season? I'll give you a couple teams, and I'll give you um, and I'll give you a player. The Packers are one team that I think they're better than people think. You know, I think everybody's kind of staring at the receiver situation. It's how they're going to figure it out. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be just fine. I think their defense might be the best defense in the league. They got seven oh, wow. first round picks starting on that on that side of the ball. Their running game is really good. The bottom line is, you know, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to figure it out with the receivers, and they're not going to ask as much of him because they're so good with their running game and their defense. So that's one. I think Buffalo's just loaded to the gills. They had the look of like, you know, like when I saw the 07 Patriots in camp. When you saw the great Seahawks teams in camp, like they have that like machine-like quality to them where I think Buffalo, you know, like, and I know I'm not breaking news here, Buffalo's really good, but they look like a 13, 14, 15 win team. And then just as far as a player that I, that I looked at and I'm like, wow, like that guy is about to, like everybody's about to know this guy's name. I would say Micah Parsons just to placate you, LeVar, um, but everybody knows how good Micah is. Um, so I'm going to go with Patrick Sertan. You know, like just mm-hmm. getting up close to him and seeing him, and watching the way he works, the way he moves, and talking to his coaches about him. Like, he kind of looks to me like a guy who is going to ascend the best corner in the league and maybe a defensive player of the year candidate in the next few years. Wow. How about it? There he is, uh, Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. Also, put away your Halloween candy in front of him until October, or else he's going to get pissed (laughs) off. Uh, Get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer. Albert, always appreciate it, man. Let's do it again next week. Thanks, Al. All right, thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Uh, There he is, uh, the great Albert Breer. By the way, we are brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how at Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Coming up next, it is a special edition of over-unders. We got football coming up later on tonight. It's yours next here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, 
tool to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be LA Chargers, Derwin James, the all-pro safety, gets a four-year deal worth north of $76 million, making him the highest-paid safety in history. Um, he was one of these hold-ins, quote-unquote, and it seemed to be uh, handled a little bit more smoothly than uh, the one in Chicago did with Roquan Smith that is still playing out. Well, but nonetheless, uh, Derwin James uh, continues a very successful offseason, especially on defense with the other additions for the L.A. Chargers. Look, Derwin James has an agent, too. Roquan yeah. Smith is representing himself. <laughs> now, do we know anyone else who doesn't have a contract that's representing? Oh, Lamar Jackson. I yeah. mean, look, there is something to, to be said for having someone else who's constantly working for you when you're working. Right. It's hard to negotiate a contract when you're out there playing or out there training or out there, you know, sleeping, recovering. 
if these agents are in the business and their livelihood is getting you the best deal possible, they're up 24-7 until it's done. I want to say Russell Wilson's first deal that he signed with the Seattle Seahawks, his agent flew out and they just he stayed there for like two or three days. Two or three days straight until they ironed the whole thing out. It's just, you know, that's the type of service they provide. And look, I'm not an advocate for agents or for representation. But I think if, you, if you've taken anything away from this offseason, there's two things that have stood out. The guys who've represented themselves haven't got their deals done in a timely fashion. It's drug on for a long period of time. And I'm not saying they're not going to benefit in the end, but if they wanted their money or wanted the deal faster, it would have worked out. Because Eric Burkhart was adamant and public about the negotiations with the Arizona Cardinals, maybe even some people's minds too soon. And guess what? Kyler Murray got a deal. So that's just the contrast in examples. The other thing is holdouts. No one's holding out anymore. They're all holding in. And it seems like it's, it's actually been a pretty effective strategy. So, um, look, the, the truth is Derwin James is the type of safety that should reset the market, that should make a you know, historical contract for the safety position. Because when he's out there and playing, it's hard to deny that he's not maybe the best in the game with all the different things he can do from coverage to run stopping, uh, to be able to match up with other tight ends, running backs, even wide receivers at times, uh, pressure off the edge, all those things. Um, I, th- I think the only, cri- the cri- only criticism is going to be the fact that he hasn't been healthy. You know, 2020, 2021, uh, or excuse me, 2019, 2020, uh, he-, he wasn't overly healthy. But that's the team's risk. Like, I-, I never really understand where fans or people on the outside get upset when a team takes a chance on paying a guy that's had some injury history. It's like, it's not your money. What do you care? It's right. the team's. Like, be happy for the guy. He just cashed in. Yeah, I mean – one thing, yes, be happy that he cashed in. Two, an interesting takeaway from this is um, the, it's the same agent and agency that represents Deshaun Watson. So they're doing they're doing some um, ridiculous contracts. So they got they seem to have the recipe um, for for making this thing. Um, pretty big on both sides of the ball. They're 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 creating inflation. <laughs> so, shots out to them for for doing a great job for for their clients. And I would say three. The 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 biggest question is, can he stay healthy? Um, and when he's healthy, he is one hundred percent a game changer. I think two. This this Chargers team is showing that they want to to be a team that that gets to the next that next place that next level they haven't been there in quite quite some time so to see them you know i guess satisfying their their star players and and leaders on the team i think bringing in guys that that they're bringing in and and the amount of talent that they're boasting on this roster you know they're trying they're trying to compete and and you got to think they're in a market where their you know their cohort just won a Super Bowl, and they're on the other side of the division, uh, or excuse me, on the other side of the conferences. But nonetheless, they brought a Super Bowl to the market that the 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 L.A. Chargers are in. So I think they're showing at least to their fan base or a competing fan base, if if you want to call it that, in some cases, I think they're showing that they want to win. 
And, and, and as a fan, you can't be mad at that when you see the types of players that they already have on the team, the types of players that they brought into the team, and what they're doing with those players to keep them on the team for years to come. So they trade for Khalil Mack. They sign J.C. Jackson. They get this deal done with Derwin James. Uh, we know what they've got on offense. I mean – what what, it, what what excuses? Yeah, <laughs> what like, what can you use as an excuse now? But the problem is that they're in a division that's that's a nightmare, and we've talked about it. The team that finishes last is going to be a good team that would probably win some other divisions around the league. But I, I just, with all that being said, it's such a stacked conference that look, I, I don't I don't know that this this I don't think it puts this, them ahead of Buffalo going into the season. I mean, Baltimore, if they get healthy again, who knows what's going to happen there? You've still got the Chiefs who've got all the experience and the wide receiver stuff going on there in Kansas City we can get to coming up here shortly. I just, I look at the Chargers and I go, this has always been a team that has been talked about. This isn't the first year they've gone into a season with talent. They've always been a team that's had talent, but it's either been injuries or some issue has popped up. We haven't seen any of that this offseason. You got the quarterback. I, I just look around the AFC and I go, if not this year, like when it, when does the window start to potentially close for the Chargers and, and not cashing in on these opportunities before you got to pay Justin Herbert, that monster contract that's coming up around the corner? That's my big question. Oh, it's coming. Yeah. It, it's coming. It's, it's just, it's just going to be a matter of how they go about structuring it. You know, I mean, it, he's one that – you know, it's it's a little too soon right now. You know, both Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow in, are in that category, and I think the things that makes it hard for both of those franchises is they don't have the cash. You know, you look at that move that the Cincinnati Bengals made by finally naming their stadium, giving naming rights. That is literally their preparation for paying Joe Burrow. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not like lying when I say that to you all. That is literally what's happening. They are taking those naming rights. The cash they're getting every year from that, and they are immediately putting that as part of what Joe Burrow is going to get in a signing bonus. I mean, that, that's just that's how this works. The Chargers are in a very similar situation now. The only hard part is, is, and this is dating back to you know the Eli Manning you know draft with Phil Rivers and all that, is they tend to have some tough negotiations. This one you know took a hold in, but recall with Eli Manning. Him not agreeing upon terms for, you know, well, he wouldn't have. That's why he didn't want to go there in the first place. But go back to Joey Bosa. You know, and even in his negotiation for his extension, or his, excuse me, his rookie contract, there's only two things you're negotiating. It was going to be the, the timing of your bonuses and the offsets. You know, in the event that you don't end up, you know, working out with that team, you get traded somewhere else. Who's footing the bill? And those are the only teams, the two things you're negotiating, and he even got in late to camp. And had agreed upon terms. There was also so the uh, Eric Weddle situation, didn't it? Weddle, pretty, I mean, you, yeah. you could go on down the line. Like, it, it's been you know, years after years of, of them being tough to deal with. So, there's only two things standing in the way of, of Herbert getting that extension. It's, it's just going to be the cash. And I think it's also, you know, going to be one in which you're looking at a, a, you know, an organization that's tend to be a little more frugal with how they've gone about spending some of that money, or at least in their, in their negotiations. Are you surprised the Chargers are picked, um, as far as the odds go on DraftKings, that they're picked to finish higher than the Denver Broncos in the AFC West? No. Surprised by that? No. I mean, I'm just saying, like, the non-playoff team a year ago with Justin Herbert, for all, for as good as he is, it's a lot of potential. We know what, what Russell Denver Wilson last year? is. I know, but we know what Russell Wilson is. I'm just, I'm just Do wondering. we know what he is as a Denver Bronco? 
Right. Well, yeah, that's the question. He's got his own office. What do you mean? Brady already told <laughs> that's us. That's fair. That is <laughs> fair. That is a fair evaluation. Oh, yeah, I mean, listen, well, I, I think you've got two unknowns with the Broncos that you don't have with the LA Chargers. You have a new head coach, first-time head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, and you've got a quarterback who's like a nine-time Pro Bowler in Seattle, and he's won more games during that span than any quarterback, I believe, in NFL history in his, in his tenure so far. But you don't know how things are going to adjust uh, the first year. You know, I mean, I know Peyton, you know, he kind of jumped right in there and obviously turned around things or brought that, you know, prolific passing game to Denver. But, you know, you, you don't know that that's, that's, that's going to be the case. I mean, you're, you're assuming that the Chargers are only going up from here if they can stay healthy and if Justin Herbert continues to do the things he's done the past two years. By the way, I'm all in on Brandon Staley. I love how he's doubling down on his stance on going forward on fourth down. I did too, and man. I listen, everybody is pointing at him like they know more about football than Brandon Staley. And I get it. Some of the moves you could question a little bit. But the fact that he's doubling down and just saying, we're going to do what we do, I'm in. All right? That, a little re- rebellion here in the NFL. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, let me go ahead and throw this out there, too. That's the type of guy – that wherever, if this doesn't work out, wherever he interviews at some point, he's going to be impressive. Like, people are going to be enamored with how he discusses, how he, how he views things, his philosophies, and he's going to get another job. Like, I, I just, it, it's the type of guys like that that I think have a genuine connection with their team, and he does, as well as with everyone else he communicates with. The way he explains his rationale or thought process uh, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I, I think there's a reason why he was kind of – I don't know that he was uh, necessarily a, a big name coming into getting this job, <clears throat> but I think you, you listen to him and you kind of see how they play and you see how he handles things. You go, okay, like this, this is different, but maybe it's going to be more the norm, you know, five years from now where we see a lot more, lot more teams being more aggressive when they've got a quarterback they believe in and a defense with all these studs. And it does feel like the Chargers have <laughs> – they they have improved on uh sermon 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 by the way was that sierra <laughs> that sounded so finally you can go to sleep <laughs> i just heard the laugh and i was like wait is somebody in somebody's room over doing the show yeah. here what is going on i, I, I wasn't sure what was yeah going on. very very strange i thought it was another michael douglas movie with, uh, with <laughs> yeah. um, time for y'all go to bed yeah, yeah. we got a deal oh 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 o'reilly you need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Smart journalism, fascinating topics, words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. 
streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.